Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Mistletoe Secret. I am the fertilized Christmas soil underneath the Christmas tree farm, Trey Plutnicki. And I am the Christmas whistleblower, Daniel Conkle. The Christmas whistleblower. Ooh, yep. what are you blowing the, who are you blowing the whistle on? Can't tell you yet. Ooh, protected speech. Talk <laughs> dirty to me. Okay. Uh, it is time for uh, Trey's heart sack update. We're diving right in. I love it. All right. Uh, my heart sack is feeling uh, worse since we last <laughs> since we last spoke yesterday. Well, okay. So here's here's what had happened. What had happened was uh, we've been going out and hanging out with friends. No, 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 no. This is what happened, Daniel. I decided to watch good media. I decided to watch. We've been watching oh. a shit media. I decided to finish Severance. Yes. Uh, have you watched Severance? I've not watched Severance. No, it's but brilliant. I'm familiar with it. For those who haven't watched Severance, Severance is a, a television show directed by Ben Stiller um, and starring Adam Scott, who plays Ben Wyatt in Parks and Rec. And it is about a it is a workplace um, sci fi puzzle box thriller <laughs> that uh, imagines a work environment where your work self and your real life self are separated consciousness. Conscious consciences. Conchai. Conchai. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, and it was, it's brilliant. It's, it's, it's so good. Um, I was talking to someone at dinner last night and they were like, that sounds like it could be an episode of Black Mirror. True. But then you don't get all the juice and the story and the, yeah. and the, oh, it's, it's brilliant. It's really, really, really good. So anyway, it was so good. I forgot to take my medication that, the <laughs> night that we finished it. Oh, and, no. si and since I didn't, and uh, since the time I didn't take my medication, I've been feeling a little worse. Mm, yeah. So curious. Yeah. So uh, that, I mean, that's how my, my heart suck is. That's how it's what, feeling. What's, what's extra jarring about this week's Heart Sack update is we're recording this well in advance. We are, you're listening to this in July. It's June 30th for us. So yes. a lot can change. We could come on the third episode, like the next episode. And it's like, oh, it's Trey died, guys. Sorry. Yeah, Trey's, um, Trey's gone. His heart sack actually, is, I is, wonder is, what is, would happen if my heart sack exploded. Boom, boom. Yeah. Is there a sad version of the boom, 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 where it just goes oh, minor at the let's end? See. Let's go sad, sad air, boom, boom, boom. air horn. I guess that's just wah, wah, wah. sad violin air horn. Ooh, yeah, what's that? This has been Trey's heart second. I'm dreading looking at that waveform. That is going to look ugly in audacity. Oh, it, it, it doesn't look. It doesn't look that bad. I'm, see, I'm <laughs> seeing it right now. It doesn't look too bad. Um, okay, so that was my heart sec. You know it does um, look bad. This movie we <laughs> this watched movie. Christmas Land. Let, allow me to. Okay, so this movie is about real estate. It's about contracts, contract mm -hmm. law. Yeah. It's about uh, battling lawyers. It's about real estate developers. It's about business owners. It's about millions of dollars. It's about a tiny nail being driven through the tip of my finger, <laughs> holding <laughs> me to the table by blandness. So here's I have two one star reviews. Oh, two. All right. That are antithetical to each other. Fascinating. One out of ten. Offensive ending. The ending of Christmas Land is extremely offensive to women and make women out to be stupid and unaware of their legal rights. The female lead is supposed to be a savvy person living and surviving in a big city, not some backwoods hillbilly. The ending of this movie leaves her in debt by $1.3 million on property she owned free and clear one week before. Idiotic. If I were in her shoes, I would have brought a friend uh, with me to confront that attorney boyfriend about his collusion with the real estate developer so I could have a witness. There's grounds then there. I would have hired a great real estate attorney and sued them both, then reported the ex-boyfriend attorney to the state bar. I love Hallmark Christmas movies, but this one was pathetic. 
there is grounds there. I, I do agree. We'll Here, get into, me... I feel like most of this episode is frankly going to be talking about the tricky uh, legal situation and also yes. figuring out the money of this movie. There's yeah. some fascinating There's... math that happens that I'm hoping Trey will help me understand because I didn't yeah. get it. I'll, I'll, I'll help you. Yeah. Okay. One out of ten. Possibly the most toxic movie I've ever seen. Uh, wow. Okay. All right. Hated the plot and the yes. acting. Oh. Everyone seems so uncomfortable and way too into the Christmas land <laughs> that apparently closed years prior. Imagine yourself receiving a letter stating you've inherited the estate of your late grandma only to end up in a town where the people are so reliant on the Christmas attraction that you now own that they manipulate you into keeping it, even though you initially didn't really want to. Well, now I'm never moving to the countryside. An hour and a half of my life wasted. Okay, so these are two... So the first take, I would, I would say it's pretty cold. I would say it's a lukewarm yeah. take. The second review is a, a hot take. Is the script bad? Yes. Is the acting bad? Eh. Ah, I think the script some... is bad and that doesn't let them do right. anything with it. I'm always, yeah. I, you and I are always, almost always on the actor slash creators side of I'm these. on the actor side because like you see, their I fault. mean, you see Christopher Lloyd and you see Shatner do some insane work where they're <laughs> killing it, you know, yeah. and, and then they're put in a Hallmark movie and you're like, ah, that was fine. And it's usually like, uh, Cecilia was just filming a self tape yesterday Fun. and I was helping her out and she was like, why can't I not get these words right? Why can't I not get it word perfect? And I was like, because it's bad. Because I'm sorry, because yeah. it's bad. It's you're, it, The writing is circular. Uh, you're not saying anything new. It's it doesn't bad. mean you're bad. It doesn't, it doesn't mean, mean you're, bad. you're bad. Yeah, it's the writing is it's the writing's fault. And to most that credit, of the time. just because just because an actor gives a good performance with a bad script doesn't mean that they're still a good performer. Lacey Chabert right. is still a good actress. Yeah. Because she knows her material and it and she makes it work. She takes mm -hmm. it as far as she can go. And we've seen it over and over again with a lot of these. I would say the Window Wonderland couple is like Ugh. the best example of I'm like, look, ignoring anything else you all have done in your careers. That's a great performance you gave. Yes. In the, both of you gave in that movie. That is that is a remarkably good performance made all the better because, you know, the script is is OK. The script is kind of threadbare. And you had a good director. And you had a, probably yes, a, a really very good director. Good director. Um, well, let's let the uh, our audience decide uh, which one of these takes is hotter. Yeah, uh, and dip into the plot of the movie. Sure, that's a generous thing to call it. I think, but yeah, <laughs> fine. <laughs> so um, we start with a flashback, twenty-five yeah. year flashback this time. Yeah. Which uh, Daniel, uh, Daniel, and I have been talking a lot. We are going to sit down. Probably after uh, the wrap up this year yep. and make a spreadsheet yeah. detailing timeline, <laughs> detailing professions, which we can update constantly after we record. And we are going to we are going to sit down and we're going to do this <laughs> because, because we keep talking about it and then we keep scrolling through. OK, so Daniel was very kind. Last episode, he edited something that I did out, which was me. <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> it defeats the point of an edit. Desperately searching for what the movie we were talking about is. And it ended yes. up being I can't even remember what the movie was. But oh, like. God. But like it's things like that where it could be made easier for us. We can upload those things to the website. You can keep yeah. track of things going along. Uh, it just makes everything easier and more streamlined to follow. I'm envisioning a I'm envisioning a spreadsheet where we can like search through and be like, OK, wait, we've got a real estate agent. Control F real estate. And it, it'll do and pull right. up all the real estate people. And then we're like, great, OK, let's go off of this, because usually the way we have to do it is like go through IMDb slash look through whatever. I literally have four different notes open on my phone of different like yeah. notes, because my first note page just got so long from like two years of movies that I was like, I'm just going to I'm just going to start a new one, uh -huh. I think. Um yeah, no, it's um, that's going to be immensely helpful, I think. 
Yeah. Uh, it might take some skimming some of the it, movies we've already watched, yeah, which it's will be pain, painful. It's, it's going to be pain. That's probably a multiple. I was building our stat chart out for our wrap up. Our stats this year are are pretty pathetic. Needless I can, to say. I mean, yeah. It's been uh, it's been a threadbare year. It's been a year of pretty good movies, I would say. Would you agree? Um, we'll cover this more in the wrap up as yeah, well. But just to kind of like give a teaser for that. I would say the first half has been pretty good. Yeah, the um, first the first, the first half was good. Yeah. And then I it sculpture kind of Christmas. super dropped off. Yeah, I would say it, it dropped off in a big way. Yeah, but then we came back up with the bridge, I would say. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I, I mean, I'll give it to the bridge. I wasn't particularly... I wasn't like head over heels on the bridge, but I liked yeah. the bridge. That should tell you how little we liked this movie. Is that again willing to talk about willing to talk about anything else? Much anything? Anything else? Do you want to? Do you want to try a speed run? I can do. I can speed run it. So, I can do this so fast. Awesome. Let me get a. Uh, let me get a little stopwatch up here. All right. Three, two. A businesswoman inherits a Christmas tree farm. Uh, her lawyer boyfriend is like, you need to sell it. You're going to get a ton of money. She is on the fence about selling it. But after seeing a ch- cute kid in Christmas land, which is the name of the property she inherited, she decides to keep it and refurbish it. She meets another lawyer on the property of Christmas land who helps her refurbish it. But she gets an offer for one point seven million dollars written on a check to uh, buy the property. Her lawyer boyfriend uh, co- coerces her into buying the property as it turns out this man that is going to buy the property is going to level the property which she doesn't want and she hurt the feelings of the entire town pretty much but she gets an offer to buy it back for 1.3 million dollars if she raises that amount of money uh this makes everyone pissed off at her uh her boyfriend she breaks up with her boyfriend because he coerced her uh her other lawyery friend uh, that were they cheating who's to say um decides we to <laughs> we are decides <laughs> to um distance himself from her uh until he actually decides to help her raise the money of 1.3 million dollars and buys back the property and christmas land is free for everyone hooray excellent summary one minute 12 seconds Oh, I thought that was going to be longer. Okay. No, that was great. And that's that's great. quite thorough. We we yeah, we unfortunately have two lawyers in this one. So, we're going to we're going to try and keep <laughs> them straight so it's not confusing. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it's, it's unfortunate for the yeah. recap because we usually right. just say the lawyer, the blank. We For sure, for sure. Cannot do that. Um, let's get names going on. Yes. Let's get some names. So, we got Jules who is yep. who inherits Christmas land. We got Mitchell Yep. who is the um, lawyer boyfriend, who's the villain. And we got Tucker, who is the lawyer dealing with the inheritance estate. He's kind of yep. he's kind of there to make smooth the transition. And then we got um, the townspeople, which like pretty much unimportant. We got Richard yeah. Karn, who is uh, plays the, the grimy real estate agent that buys it for one point <laughs> seven million dollars. <laughs> And then I think that's all. Well, there there are a couple of background characters. Like the review said, there's a lot of people who really try and uh, get her to keep Christmas land open. And I thought that that was going to be a much longer conflict. To this movie's credit, we get started pretty quickly. Like she's in Christmas land seven, ten minutes into the into the the film i would say like she's in there pretty quickly yeah and then um there's a lot of this back and forth with the good lawyer boy and like oh well you know people are gonna be disappointed if you don't open it up and these people come and bring her cookies and ice cream and they're like we're ready to go just give the word and she's like i'm not gonna open it and then this child comes in and is like (laughs) won't you open it for me please and she's like "I i will open it yes child and she does. And I really thought that that like, will they, won't they with her opening a business was going to take longer. Yeah. She, <laughs> she yeah. really dives into it. She makes this decision instantly. Yeah. Um, so I think I think like the crux of this movie sits on uh, contracts, legally yes. binding contracts. Yeah. Um, so she's I mean, she's in the process of refurbishing. She obviously has this big estate that she inherited. There's a lot of things that you need to do when you get an inheritance. There's 240 uh, acres. It's a lot. It's property. a large plot of land. It's between yeah. two interstates, two yep. federal interstates, federal, federal in interstates. <laughs> uh, it's this it's this little walkable sort of storefronty town. 
it's libertarians it, dream. It's it, just, it's, it's a know. dream. It's Ben Shapiro's wet dream. This <laughs> Christmas land. <laughs> I can Finally, think of another libertarian. A fort, a fort he can defend the... Okay, calling Ben Shapiro libertarian is strong. Yeah, str- str- I mean, that's what he calls himself. Yeah, yeah, sure. But, uh, yeah, sure, sure. You heard it here first. Uh, fuck Ben Shapiro. Yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck Ben Shapiro. Bad um, podcaster. Bad podcaster. I'm going to come after, like... You're, you're you know. going to cut, you're going to say it? I'm, I'm going to say it. Bad podcaster. Okay. There's a lot of good podcasters out there. Yeah. He's not one of them. You think it? What's what's your problem with him? Uh, what's he's, your, he's yeah, got Daniel, bad, on the record, yeah. what's your problem with Ben Shapiro? Oh. <laughs> I'll go on the record all day about Ben Shapiro. Uh, he he's, doesn't have a good voice for podcasting. He doesn't like True. apply it to make it an active voice. He talks too quickly. You and I both talk pretty quickly when we're not yeah. doing this so we like slow like everybody slows down i uh, i kind of slow it down a little yeah. bit on this yeah there's like you can go all the way to the extreme with like npr i think overdoes the slowness a lot of oh, their yeah. reporters do still great content obviously but they they have a certain style that they all talk in mm-hmm. and then on the ex- extreme side you've got like the ben shapiro's the joe rogan's who like who just talk too quickly yeah. They just talk too quickly and they're they talk, not clear. They, they talk too quickly and they talk for too long. Too long. Yeah. Um, he's a bad interviewer. Uh, he debates children because he thinks it's easier because it is easier <laughs> than debating like a real adult. An adult? Uh, he's a coward and uh, he's just like he hides behind good equipment. You can hide a lot of your mistakes behind sounding good. But like uh-huh. if the content isn't good, people will no you're really coming out with these ben heavy, heavy i don't i don't feel hitters. uncomfortable no i mean i don't know i don't feel uncomfortable at all saying that no, he's, a ben yeah. he's a maniac he's a maniac he's a maniac so sorry rowan atkinson said every joke has a victim so we decided to make ours ben shapiro <laughs> that was insane okay that, anyway wait, we're not going to talk about that okay. too jesus christ i need i need the elders to 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 quit talking stop. and just to stop, still, to just stop be doing Mr. Bean, job. dude. Stop. Just go be Mr. Bean. Every joke has a victim. You're the victim, Mr. Bean. <laughs> um, You're the okay. victim of Trey's wrath now. Okay. So the money, the money in this movie. Let's okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about the the money. Yeah, okay. um, I'm I'm not a millionaire. No, are you a millionaire? No, fully. What if I said yes? <laughs> What's the biggest check you've ever received? Ooh, if you okay. don't mind me asking, if I, if I was, I, I was just talking about this. Great. Um, I think the biggest check I've ever received was for ten thousand dollars. Okay. And I got it from my grandma. Me too. <laughs> who? Yeah. Yeah. I got it from my grandma, who was yeah. trying to uh, game her inheritance by gifting me her yearly allotted gifting amount. That's of smart. Ten thousand dollars. Wicked and smart. Then, and then I had to Venmo ten thousand dollars back to my dad wow i've never venmoed that much that's a lot of money to venmo. Yeah, it, it, we had to you had to like break it up into bits because yeah. there's like a monthly limit that you yeah. can max out on on venmo so that's that 10, is the 000. largest reti- yeah yeah i think the largest i've gotten is five thousand mm-hmm. this movie though what <laughs> this movie comes out and says you know and i would say that's probably I would say that's probably about where everybody is. You know, I would say like a vast majority of the population is like five, 10, right. 15,000, maybe. Right. Maybe. You know, it, yeah. A big amount of money, but like uh-huh. not a not a cheap amount of money. But this movie posits, hey, what if a normal check, not a cashier's check, not a certified, not a money order, not any of all the wonderful banking crap we can do now? What if this man walked around Chicago, Illinois? With $1.7 million in a signed check from him just in his pocket. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was insane. Um, Daniel, I don't think you can cash a $1.7 million check. I don't think you can. If, If you all listen and go to your bank app and you go to deposit there's there should be at least in my banking app. There's three things. Yeah, it's like it's like your daily deposit limit your seven day deposit limit and your 30 day deposit limit. Um, and you can deposit like, a, uh, usually it's, it's your daily is 5,000. Your seven day is 5,000 and your monthly is a little bit more than 5,000. I think mine is like 20,000, maybe 10,000. Um, and that's the deposit limit. Yeah. It you looks can't. like banks will, no banks will typically cash a check for up to 5,000. 
some have a lower limit and most have a higher fee for any checks above five thousand. <laughs> Five thousand. So, I don't know how you would. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how she would cash that check. Like I, I just, I, like I just don't know. Nope. Like, how do you cash that? As so, part of and, the Bank Secrecy Act passed by Congress in 1970, any check over ten thousand dollars, your bank or credit union will report to the federal government. So she's a, she's on a watch list because of this check that this <laughs> yeah, guy from no home kidding. oh yeah this guy is from home improvement this this real estate guy his it's a richard richard mason it's richard, yeah, richard karn yeah richard karn wasted again just wasted they're all yeah, wasted he was he was kind of bad in this movie i'll be honest um one one point seven million dollars i cannot emphasize that he's like sign this contract give me christmas land and i will give you 1.7 million dollars right now here at this dinner table yeah and she takes the contract doesn't read it that's read the part it. i will agree makes her look bad like yeah well she read, the so, che- read it read the yeah, contract she doesn't so she doesn't read the contract her boyfriend is sitting next to her coercing her into taking it who is a lawyer uh, yeah kind of yeah he's kind of like like uh what's the word not not gaslighting it's not lying uh, he's, he's, he's girl kind bossing. of he's he's good yeah he's girl bossing <laughs> that's what i meant i think he's 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 kind of um he's pretending like he read it he's yes. he's like i've i've sorted through this contract it's a it's ironclad like you're good you're protected yada 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 like you're gonna be fine and what he really wants is the money and I don't think he I don't think he wants the money. I think he wants her to have the money. So he is in a higher status relationship. Yes. That's yeah. that's kind of the vibe I'm getting. I don't think he's trying to take the money. I, I really don't think he no. is. Um so she finds out that the which we'll get to in connections, what is really going on at Christmas land. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he finds um he she finds out that uh the real estate guy is going to like level the place, like level her grandma's house, uh, get out, uh, like maintain all of the storefronts, but like replace them with pretty much lots of land yep. uh, and make more lots of land because the land is super valuable because it's sandwiched between two interstates. So his plan is to like probably make a huge commercial district in this in uh, the area formerly known as Christmas land. Um, and she is like, oh, my gosh, I just sold away Christmas land. Like we're like the town is going to kill me. Yeah. So for me, at that point, when she's like walking up to the podium and she's about to make the speech to say I sold Christmas land for one point seven million dollars. Yeah. She here's here's what's going through my my head, because this is a fatal error that she makes. Yes. She goes from not wanting it, wanting to sell it, which it's like if you inherit it and you sell it right away, I pretty much like clean hands, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. I would say that's clean hands like you don't want it. Like, I don't want to deal with it. Like, I'll sell it to someone who does. And it's not and it's not her fault. Yeah, I, I she, don't. I, I think it's really like these movies all play on the idea of like, well, it's it's your responsibility. I I don't think it is. She does. No. She is right. She's constantly like, I've got a life. I've got a I have house. A, I have like, a, I'm a business. I'm, I'm a businesswoman. She j- like she I, gets promoted at the beginning of the movie to vice president of which of is more market relations or something. Yes. Like that. Like, vice president of business. Of business. <laughs> like she she has a life. And I don't think anyone who, who really stopped and think about it for a second would be like, well, you have a responsibility because you inherited yeah. this from your grandmother who you haven't talked to in a decade plus, I'd say. A while. Probably, probably a while. I mean, yeah, yeah. she didn't know she probably, died. Yeah. She didn't know her grandmother died. Yeah. So again, yeah. that's a running theme in these movies. I feel yeah. like people not doing their grand. I've, I would know if one of my grandparents died. I well, like being to think. served papers. Yes. To say that your grandmother died. Like that's in, yeah. like like where is everybody in your life that that's happened? It's not it's it's not her responsibility. Yeah, I don't too. feel like I wouldn't blame somebody if they, you know, I'd be like, oh, that sucks. Like, I don't like it, yeah. but I get it. I think this is the and and so then she makes the decision. Yeah. The public decision to own the land, to own Christmas land and to bring and it then, back up to a, an exhibit. What it, have we talked about what Christmas land is yet? It's 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 an it's an exhibit. It's a like, LARP. Like, it's a LARP. It, yeah, it's like it's like land of make believe. It's it's like. 
yeah, I think a LARP is a good, yeah. It's, it's just a town. And, yeah. yeah like, it's it's a Christmassy town. There's a tree lighting ceremony. It's cute. It's a, it's a destination. It's a Christmas, like, theme park. It's not yeah. Disneyland. It's a, it's like a theme. Trainer would do an episode, do a live episode of the pod there. That's like, yeah, that's we, what yeah. we're dealing with. Yeah. We'd go there and we'd be like, all right, guys, we're in Christmas land. They, they'd invite what us up? to Christmas land. Yeah, ben Shapiro's we, here. We're hating it right now. <laughs> um okay and then she makes the public decision to sell it Mm -hmm. and then and it's public and i would say the decision to sell is relatively private it's the lawyer knows the the boyfriend and the good lawyer know but then she makes it public because it's such an insane error that she has to separate herself not only from the de- the decision to sell it, but also what is going to happen to a Christmas land after she sells it. Yeah. So, when she so it's a tough position that she's in. It's a it's really a, tough position. I feel really bad for her. It's not yeah. it's not fair. She is taken advantage of, I think, by pretty much everybody in the movie at one step or another. When she signs this contract, this is the important part. I don't really know if we like say state this clearly enough when she signs the contract like you said there is an understanding that her boyfriend read the contract absolutely when she talked to her boyfriend about finding someone to sell it after she agreed to fix it up she was like i want it to be someone who will just keep running christmas land though i do want to sell it but it's got to be someone who will keep doing it so when she signs this contract there is an understanding granted it's not written anywhere and and that's what you get for trusting your boyfriend but she 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 signs that paper and takes the $1.7 million check with an understanding that this guy's going to keep running Christmas land. So when right. she finds out that he's not, that's what causes her to spiral a little bit, understandably, because again, right. an expectation was laid out and it was it was broken. Then. So now what is your misunderstanding with the money? She sells it for 1.7 and then okay she just kind of settles on needing 1.4 okay 1.3 wait 1.3 yeah so she she sells it she starts having regrets when a guy shows up and is like i work for this person we're gonna chop it up and sell it and then she's like okay let me call this coffee company i helped at the beginning we'll come back to the coffee company trust me um she's (laughs) like let me call this coffee company and get some money this is christmas eve And Uh she calls this coffee company and they're like, listen, you've helped us out so much. I can get you eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars tonight. And she's like, but I still need four hundred fifty. I still need four fifty or four hundred thousand. Yeah. I'm like four fifty. Where did you settle on this number? Like nowhere was this one point three brought up. I'll I'll help. Are you right? Why doesn't she buy it with the one point seven million? It's like it's softly brought up in the meeting so she has this meeting with the with the real estate guy who's evil yes and she's like i want out here's your money back i want out and then he goes you signed a contract you can't just go i want out you signed it and she's like okay then what can i do he settles on the generous decision to say i need you to buy back christmas land for me yes and it and the price i'm putting at is three million dollars you already have one point seven million dollars. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like brushed. The one point three million dollars is brushed over because he goes, I need three million dollars. You already have one point seven. You have to fundraise the last one point three. OK, OK. Yeah. Great. So, Great. so Thank you. like you said, yes. she get, she gets the coffee company and then the movie ends with uh her friends and the <laughs> other business owners no 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 uh it it ends with her friends and the other business owners uh raising the other four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and she's like i will pay it back i will do it i'll pay it back with interest and then she successfully buys buys back christmas land and first of all she didn't have to go through all that interest stuff these nice people are not gonna sit at they home shit. calculating a like a four four percent over 30 like we're like no. it's like we're chill um just pay it back just say you'll pay it back um but uh the movie ends and uh all is all is well. All is good. Uh, Christmas land is saved. She's down. Uh, she's now in debt a million dollars. <laughs> so she's in well, debt one point three million dollars plus interest that she agreed to. And I think she she's proposed. she's in debt four hundred and fifty thousand dollars plus interest. And then the other she signed a contract yeah. to only sell this specific coffee brand in Christmas land 
for $850,000. So he's only in debt for the 450000 then. Right. The other one is just a, is a deal. Right. All right. It's not terrible. It's yeah, not it's great. not the worst. It's not good. No. She, I, so <laughs> even if we assume that it was all four of the business owners plus the hot lawyer boy, the good lawyer boy who pooled their money, that would assume they all had $90,000 in cash just ready to go. Yeah. And they're in the whole movie. They're like, well, we don't we got to have to move. We don't have the we can't keep doing this. The only guy who's doing well with Christmas land clothes is the hardware store guy. Everyone else is like, <laughs> we haven't been in business in years. Here's ninety thousand yeah, dollars in a, cash. That's some dark money. And Daniel, I think we can explain. I think we can explain that dark money. Boy, how okay. can we? It's very so, obvious in hindsight. So first of all, yeah, it's clear. It's clear as day. Of course, they have money. First of all, funded. okay. First of all, to discredit a rumor, we, we said this at the end of the episode where we talked about doing Christmas Land. Tucker, who is the good boy lawyer, yeah, is Tucker not Carlson. the dog. Is that he's not the dog? He's not Tucker the dog. Car- Tucker. Yeah. That's yeah, Tucker Carlson. Yeah, he's not the dog. Tucker Carlson is is an, is a fine upstanding His name is man. Not Tucker and Carlson. You can also a coward. Me on that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's gonna be the ad for this episode now. It's just no, you saying no, Tucker please. Carlson is a good Nope, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> please oh I said Tucker Carlson is a gravely bad person for the American public. <laughs> okay, so okay. We can explain. Yeah, easily. First off, let's start with the coffee. Yeah. Obviously, the coffee is a uh, cup of heaven, like the doy. So what's fascinating is it's called Nickerson. Uh-huh. I'm proposing cup of cup of heaven, which was our our heaven brand coffee that what we learned it? much more about in just in time for Christmas. What was the name of the coffee shop in the movie with Christopher Lloyd and Shatner? In just in time for Christmas, it was it it was. um Caffeinated Cafe was the coffee shop from Just in Time for Christmas, which was only like four episodes ago. So if you want to know more about that, go listen to that episode. But I think Nickerson, (laughs) Nickerson's a fascinating name, isn't it? It doesn't really, it doesn't really sound, it's a name, obviously, but it doesn't, it doesn't sound like anything, right? Well, well, or does it sound like Saint Nick and Son? Saint Nick and Son? Saint Nick and Son coffee. Saint Nick and Son. I'm proposing uh-huh. that Caffeinated Corner from Just in Time for Christmas was not started as an angel branded coffee to let angels better integrate with human society. It was bought by Santa Claus. One of the clauses. Probably a couple of them had to pool their money. Not everybody has $90,000 lying around. <laughs> they had to buy it and they just renamed it Nickerson and they were like, oh, that's a kind of a weird name. I think Caffeinated Corner was, you know, better branding wise, but all right, we'll do Nickerson's. Nick and Sons. Nick and Sons. Nick and Sons coffee. St. Nick and Sons. St. Nick and Sons. Um, can I propose an addition? Yes, in please. addition, yeah, uh, it could be also that the coffee is not necessarily a coffee shop, mm. but it is a brand of bean. Oh, so the coffee shop can maintain, but the beans they sell are St. Nickinson's beans from the Christmas coffee trees from the from the Christmas coffee trees, which we know from North Pole open for Christmas. That's one of the. <laughs> That's one of the North Pole divisions. Mm-hmm. The Christmas coffee beaners. The Christmas, yeah, the beaners. The yeah. beaners and the roasters. Mm. And the and the brewers. And everything else you need to be a coffee <laughs> shop. <laughs> and it's marketing just, no, and design. Yep. Branding. Um, you union gotta busting. have UI designers up there it. for the website. Of course, and the union busting naturally. Union, yeah, union busting, busting boy, headed lawyers. by Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Uh, of course. We're being it, very leftist today, Dave. A little bit. A little bit. A little leftist yeah, today. Just a bit. <laughs> just a little uh, leftist. Just a bit. So so We've got our we've got our theory already locked in. We talked about this before the pod, but we're going to we're ready to share it now. It's ruminated long enough. We've built okay. it up. Who would so have $90,000 each in cash lying around, Trey? Obviously somebody who's taking in a ton of dark money from a privately funded uh 
science experiments. Yes. What kind of uh, what kind of science experiments? Maybe science experiments in which we try to activate a special someone's DNA in a torturous way. Activate their DNA, Trey. What are you What are you talking about? What, talking what to, is there in the DNA to activate? I'm, I'm talking about the S gene, the S baby. gene baby. We S found gene. it. We, we found, found it, yeah. the CIA secret. I think this was a couple of things. This was their first try at a Santa trap. Yeah. Because we've got this very obvious big tree. And I think they were like, I think they learned from this and were like, all right, well, we can't just m- literally make a town to attract Santa. He can see through that in a heartbeat, obviously. So instead, they were like, OK, well, then we're going to go out into the communities. And that leads into, I mean, every other movie, practically. Right. But also. Also, why? There's one line that makes me think this in the movie. Okay. There's two moments. There's one line, though. The line is one of the ice cream shop ladies. They come into the ice cream shop and they're like, we have every ice cream flavor known to man and then some. Mm. I think someone's stupid S gene power was ice cream making. Yeah. Or and, and Nathan Fielder comes in with the poop ice cream. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> this whole thing is a Nathan Fielder project. It actually makes a lot <laughs> more sense. <laughs> A ton more sense. Yeah, a ton more sense. But I, yeah, I think these people, I don't know if all of them are CIA necessarily, but I think they all knew about the experiments that took place underneath Christmas Town. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, my my thought mm. when you shared this idea with me was it was sort of like Ajax's lair in yes. Deadpool. Yes. Where he's, he's going through like the torture stuff to try to activate their... Their S gene. It's the Weapon and S project. Yeah. What's it? What's interesting? When we first encountered the S gene, it was long, long ago. Yeah, it was. What? What was the the catalyst for it? Was that they got into a car accident? Yes, that activated which, like, uh, their their both of the characters S right. genes. If you don't know what the hell we're talking about, go watch Christmas Spirit. Yeah. Uh, where we found that so two people got into a car crash together and then they walked the spirit realm hand in hand and then when they exited the spirit realm out of a coma they came out with superpowers and uh, yeah. like this is canon they're coach in the, bolton, coach bolton had in superpowers coach bolton and this woman had the power of, to generate electricity yeah uh which was in the movie and like, i think coach bolton was a spirit walker i can't remember if that was his yeah. power or not yeah, he he could. Yeah, because she had electricity. And I think he was the one who made them go to the ghost realm. So I'm imagining Christmas Land was they trapped people in Christmas Land that were that because people with the S gene obviously gravitate towards Christmas. Yes. And because they knew they weren't going to trap Santa with such a pitiful attempt, an obvious attempt, <laughs> at, at, a clear attempt yeah. at luring him in. They knew that they can trap the lesser beings, those who want Christmas cheer, have Christmas spirit, yada, yada, yada. People who are descendant of elves or descendants of clauses who left the North Pole, but are like two generations removed from it. So they've they've forgotten a lot of that already. Right. They forgot the hardship. They They forgot that they forgot the traps. They did. Yeah. Yeah. They forgot where they came. I I want to take this theory one step further, if I may. Because there is one scene that that really gets me suspicious because it is not addressed. This is we are not spinning this at all. There is a scene where real estate guy shows up at Christmas land. He's like, I want to look at my investment. And Jules is like, go away. Tucker comes up to him and is like, hey, let's go talk for a second. <laughs> they cut away. They never come back to it. That's Tucker saying, hey, look, man, I'm with the goddamn CIA. <laughs> And you need to back off right now. There's something under this town that is unimaginable. And the guy and said, like, Stranger Things. And they were like, that hasn't come out yet. But yes. <laughs> yes. It's like Stranger it has, Things. Yeah, just like Stranger Things, my guy. It is. I, and I think even further than that. All right. I'm going to paint you the picture of uh, the history okay. of Christmas Town. Let me see. Start from, start from the beginning. Um, so I think somewhere in like the 50s, probably, you know, Cold War's going on. We need a new we need a new weapon. And more importantly, we're now aware of a much graver threat, which is Santa Claus. OK. They come to this nondescript area of mountains 
far from prying eyes. Start experimenting, start trying to find ways to attract the big man, the big man in red. Eventually, they lead to this discovery of the S-Gene. I don't think we've seen our first appearance of the S-Gene either. I'm, I'm really excited to get some of these some of these flashback movies, hopefully, that are like, there was this weird time in 1987 where this dude survived the Hindenburg or something. I don't know. <laughs> so what 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 S-Gene, what Christmas related superpower yeah. would somebody have to have to survive the Hindenburg? Could turn his skin as hard as a Christmas tree. The thing caught fire. Christmas trees are like, like no, it's top as hard one. as a Christmas tree. It doesn't turn him into a Christmas hard tree. Hard as a Christmas. No. So he could. OK, so he's he his skin is as hard as a Christmas tree. Like he can bark. melt. He can melt into hot chocolate and he slipped through the fire <laughs> and he slipped through the hint. OK, whatever. OK, keep ground. going. <laughs> Under the Hindenburg, which definitely crashed in the 1980s. Yeah, so for sure. <laughs> in the HCU, it did. I think, though, Jules's grandmother I think she was part of that program, but I think I think she had the most valuable Christmas power of all. And this ties into the poster of Christmas Land, which features our old friend, the Northern Lights. I think her grandmother was the first time that we discovered that a human can generate Christmas cheer on their own. And that's why everyone's like, we loved it when she was in charge. It was great. Everybody was so happy and all everybody came here and somehow this random Christmas Disney World in the middle of Colorado became a really big deal. It's supernatural. It's not supernatural. It's it's psychological. She can generate at least a low level Christmas cheer field, I think. So she's the first person to generate enough Christmas cheer to power a town on Earth. Yes. A.K.A. America. Yes. <laughs> um. So that isn't a America and that one kingdom that we figured out <laughs> separated from America. <laughs> yes. Uh, OK, interesting. And then I think maybe Jules has like a much lower version of that, but that's why she's so successful in advertising. Gotcha. Because she can she can capitalize on people's Christmas cheer. Yep. Because she shows up to the coffee shop opening at the beginning of the movie and people all of a sudden they're like, this is great. We love this. Gotcha. Moving past that. So yes, we get, yes. so grandma, grandma is, uh, grandma can, dies of a heart can, attack die, and two bullets in the back of the head. Weird. <laughs> she dies of a heart attack as in someone attacked her heart. <laughs> <laughs> I love that your vision of CIA agents are 1920s gangsters. Yeah. 1920s gangs. Like, I'm wow, gonna, we're going to overthrow Guatemala. See? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll show, I'll, uh, I'll give you something to worry. Wait, hold on. I'll, <laughs> Hold on. What's another pun? She, oh yeah, she died of uh, she died of a brain aneurysm. Uh, that that's what I named my bullets. <laughs> ah, yeah. Let's just say her feet got real heavy, and she uh, she took a long walk off a short pier. Let's just say she spontaneously combusted. <laughs> Let's just Let's say, just say, it say was I a- shot her. Let's just say it was a freak accident, and freak is what I call my buddy over here. I think Tucker is a CIA agent, and I think okay. he, I think he comes back and he's like, "Finally, I knew, I knew one of these S gene freaks would want to come back here, and I got him." So Tucker is going to restart the S gene program here at Christmas Land. So what you're okay? So this is a dark ending to this movie then, because (laughs) Tucker, because so Tucker falls in love with Jules, Jules, because of her Christmas cheer generator. Yeah, because of her Christmas cheer generator, and is now going to torture her underneath the. No, I think I think he's just going to. No, I think he's going to just use her and and see how far the experiment goes. Oh, she's going to use her as a. He, he she's going to OK, he's going to use her as like a battery, essentially, so. to power to power the estate. I think they're just going to see like I think they're just curious. I don't think the government knows enough about about Christmas cheer or about the S gene to be like weaponizing it or anything yet. OK, I'm imagining that the that Christmas land sort of went south once they started building those roads. Yeah, I'd agree on the outskirts because it's like, oh, these are too many prying eyes. Too many innocent eyes are looking on Christmas land. What if what if something gets out of hand? It's going to be seen. We got to shut this whole thing down. Yeah. So he's trying to to trying to gin up some some more 
business in yep. order to reopen the estate. Okay. I'm a, I fully subscribe to this theory. It's quite an ending to this. Well, we still have uh, the bridge part two, which was not technically part of the countdown to Christmas. But yeah, but we we, had we need to. a conclusion. Had, uh, come on, yeah, but yeah, we need a conclusion. I, I, the bridge part one left me at the at the edge of my seat over here. Um, okay, because I think the I think um, <laughs> I think the at least the wife in the bridge part two who helps run the bridge. I she's got something going on there. Yeah, there's a, there's not a connection. There's no connections at the moment in no. the bridge. So we need it. We need a little something, something for this three hour story to conclude. A little bit, a little bit extra juice there. A little, yeah, bit extra a little juice, juice a little bit of juice. OK, that's naughtiest and jolliest. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it's a tough one. So so hit me with your naughtiest, Daniel. Oh, my naughtiest. It's got to be the boyfriend. The naughtiest is a boyfriend. It's yeah, got to be Mitchell. So yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. he's a bad boyfriend. He's a bad lawyer and he's a liar jolliest i would say is up for debate mm, definitely are you sorry are you also on team jonathan i'm on team hardware store guy sorry no for naughtiest oh naughtiest i think it's mitchell yeah yeah or mitchell mitchell good lord yeah mitchell yeah jolliest. jolliest i think it's the hardware store guy hardware store guy's really good i do quite 100%. like 100 percent. yeah hmm. i don't think there's any other option maybe jolliest is the kid that wins best christmas cookie I do like the kids who I think are miniature CIA agents. <laughs> yeah, um, the kid. There's a kid who wins best Christmas cookie, and he wins a trophy for it, and it's very funny. So I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna go with hardware store guy though. I will agree with you actually on hardware store guy. Yeah. He's just a. He's a solid guy. He gives her. <laughs> he gives her free hardware. That's his whole free, business. Yeah. And he's just like. Hey, he's just it. like. I mean, literally, he he probably hasn't had business in ye- like years. Yeah. Um. Okay, Daniel. Yeah. Our next and final movie Ooh. of 2022 is yeah. The Bridge Part 2. Yes. Uh, Karen Kingsbury's The Bridge Part 2, shortened as Karen 2. Karen's back, back, back. Back again. <laughs> Everybody report to the dance floor, to the dance floor. Okay. We're not no, keep doing... keep going, keep going. <laughs> I know it all. Oh, no, okay, you so... do? Okay, stop. Pajama time. Come here, little kitties on my lap. Guess who's back with a brand new rap? That's not the song. Yeah, it is. Well, that's one. That's one of the songs. That's 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 his. Uh, that's just lose it from encore. That's bad. What you just did. Um, really quick, really quick. Back in the baggins with you. Um, oh, sick. Okay. Zach's Zach's new season's wrapping up pretty soon. Um, <laughs> he's got so many. Um, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna read this one. I think this is from five okay. days ago at time of recording. Quote. That die book bo- box is a powerful item. Say, come again? That die book box is a powerful item. What is he talking about? Uh, a die book is, I'm, I'm likely mispronouncing it. It is a, an archetype from uh, Jewish mythology. That is a spirit who um, committed some sort of sin or has some sort of unfinished business on Earth. So it wanders the Earth after, it is, after its body has died. There's a great play called the, the die book if you're really looking for some old school old school jewish mythology it's great <laughs> that's all i got yeah back in the baggins with you thank you zach zach baggins obviously zach as baggins, we know friend of the show. host of ghost adventures friend of the show i think he'd be a great podcast host i think he'd be great on a podcast i could just do his voice for an entire episode you could, you could. <laughs> this yeah. no secret uh, what would okay. zach have a podcast about i want it to be about like fantasy football or something though um unrelated to ghosts unrelated to ghosts what's the there's one thing that's ghost it, it would have to be like sort of softly ghost adjacent though mm, mm, you okay. know okay next week karen two electric boogaloo if you if you liked karen one you'll enjoy karen two and then you maybe you can give us karen five stars on apple podcasts <laughs> and leave a review um <laughs> cecilia has entered the background of trey's frame and i'm literally just like watching her for reactions now i'm fascinated to see this her is, reactions this is honestly the most embarrassing part of the podcast to record while someone's in the room yes is yeah. me saying you can also visit www.mistletoesecret.com for the story <laughs> the, for the rest the of the story look and, of dread of her being like this is the man i've chosen to live with <laughs> 
we've signed a lease together. Like <laughs> we I, signed I, a lease I to, can't yeah. get out of this now. I'm just <laughs> trapped. It's so funny. Um, so <laughs> you can do, you could uh, go on the website. You can also send us an email, visit secret at gmail.com uh, and share your theories of uh, what is going on in the HCU. People have some also, fun coming up with their own versions of the, um, like replacing one sentence of the plot. I feel like we should start doing that more. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it was, I think it was Dylan on Twitter had some fun. Their pitch was, uh, here's mine. After inheriting a Christmas tree farm, a woman's plans to sell it changed when she discovers that she has been a part of a CIA project and the farm is a front to capture Santa determined to save Christmas. She put together a special team to rescue Santa. Basically what we came up with Basically, just with one extra yeah. set, <laughs> one extra step. That was like much better. Can you, uh, can you, Give me Karen Karen 2's uh, logline. A storm has demolished the bridge bookstore. Charlie and Donna will soon lose it from lack of funds, but Charlie's accident leaves him in a coma. Meanwhile, Molly and Ryan can't forget the best time of their lives together at the bridge. Meanwhile, Molly and Ryan can't forget the best time of their lives together. Watching Cats in a full movie theater. IMAX. <laughs> IMAX, Dolby 5.1 surround. <laughs> Meanwhile, Molly and Ryan can't forget what they did last summer. That's right. It's Karen Kingsbury's The Bridge Knows What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Molly and Ryan, is that their names? Yes. Meanwhile, We've Molly and the movie Ryan <laughs> can't remember. What's the, what's the log line? Sorry. Molly and I, Ryan <laughs> can't forget the best time of their lives together at the bridge. Okay. Meanwhile, Molly and Ryan can't. Can't forget the best time of their lives together. Why? Why do I always do this? Do you want to give another one? You want to give another one? <laughs> no, you. No, you get. You take Meanwhile, it. Meanwhile, Molly it. and Ryan can't forget the best and the fastest time of their lives together at Ridgemont High. <laughs> Fast times at Ridgemont High Two: The Bridge Part Two. It's a Karen Kingsbury joint. <laughs> <laughs> Me, meanwhile, Molly and Ryan can't forget the best time of their lives together. Uh, winning the 75th annual Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, gotta, I think I got a good one. Okay. I think this could be our one to go out on if you'd like. Okay, okay. Meanwhile, Molly and Ryan can't forget the best times of their lives together, discovering the experimental films of Andre Tarkovsky. <laughs> He only made five of them. How are they all so good? It's <laughs> not sure he made seven films, but did he make seven? I think he made eight, maybe. So it holds. It holds. At least nine. Um, At least nine is what Google says. <laughs> My name is Trey Plutnicki. My name is Andre Tarkovsky. And I'm reminding you to stay Andre and stay Tarkovsky. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Just what this podcast was missing. <laughs>